Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 130 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Can I just tell you that it's kind of a bit mind-boggling to me that I'm at 130 episodes already? I still remember when it was like episode one, episode two. Anyways, it's exciting and fun because I know that all these episodes have helped a lot of you out there. And I appreciate all of you listening, especially those who have been listening from the beginning. I really appreciate it that you take the time. Now, if you haven't met me, I am Siobhan Key. I am a physician, a practicing obesity medicine physician, and I am weight loss coach for physicians. My focus is helping physicians who struggle with stress and binge eating find freedom from the stress and binge eating. So what that means is finding ways of approaching the core drivers of those eating behaviors that make it simple and easy to eat in the healthy way that you're wanting to eat. And that might mean eating in a way to lose weight if that's your goals. Or for a lot of you, it's just eating healthy consistently so that you know you're taking care of yourself, even in those stressful days, even in those stressful weeks. And if that sounds good to you, then head over to the website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and just check out. I've got a bunch of free resources over there, guys. If you haven't checked it out lately, it did just get an update. And check it out and download some of the free resources. There's a mini course you can download for free on binge eating. There's some worksheets. There's lots of good stuff. So check it out and feel free to send me an email if you have any questions. You can reach me at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and I promise I will respond. I'll email you back if you send me one. All right, guys, today we're talking about a topic that I know has frustrated you a lot. If you have ever been frustrated by a plateau in your weight loss, then today's episode is for you. We are talking about what to do if you feel that you're at a plateau or if you feel like your weight loss is just simply too slow. And most importantly, within that, we're going to be talking about how to not let it mess you up. (laughs) Because this is the biggest thing. If you're feeling like you're having a plateau, if you feel like things aren't happening fast enough, we get in our own way. We create our own tripping hazards. And I'm going to talk to you about that today and teach you how not to do it. Okay, sound good? But First, I want to give you some really exciting news. Now, at the time that I'm recording this episode, I am busy planning a really exciting thing. I have heard from so many of you who are not physicians, but really want help with your stress and binge eating. And I've heard from you as other healthcare professionals that you do have similar stresses. You have very busy days. You do shift work, all similar stuff, and you run into the same issues with your eating. And I've heard from so many of you asking if I could offer a program for non-physicians, and that's what I'm doing. So when you're listening to this episode, the program will actually be open for enrollment. So check out the website, which will be weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS hyphen. HCP. So that HCP stands for healthcare professional. 
and that will give you access to information about my stress eating SOS group. So it's the same program I offer physicians, all the same content and coaching. And there's going to be the bonus binge eating course in there as well, which is a whole course about binge eating with an extra workbook and videos and binge eating focused coaching sessions offered to healthcare professionals. So if you are a healthcare professional who is struggling with this, but not a physician, or if you're a physician too, you're welcome to join us as well. But if you've been sitting here listening, wishing that you could get some help, I'm doing this for you. I'm inviting you in to experience everything that's inside of Stress Eating SOS because I know that you need help. I know that there's a need out there for you guys. And I know that this program will help you. I'm very proud of the Stress Eating SOS. And I think it's a really amazing program. And I love watching all of the transformation that the physicians that are in the program are getting. And I can't wait to see what you do with it. So head over to the weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS hyphen HCP. And again, that's SOS for stress eating SOS hyphen HCP for healthcare professional. All right. We will see you inside. I'm really excited about it. Send me any questions you have by email as well. I'm happy to answer them. Let's talk about plateaus, shall we? You know, I Googled plateau because I was just interested to see what comes up. So the Oxford Dictionary definition of plateau is a state of little or no change following a period of activity or progress. And you know what I was struck by when I Googled that is it sounds awfully benign. <laughs> it doesn't sound horrible. And yet think of what we make it feel when we're working on a weight loss goal and we hit a plateau, we make it feel not so benign, don't we? <laughs> and so I like that definition because it is very neutral sounding. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be ongoing activity or progress. It's just temporary state of little or no change. That's not too big of a deal. It sounds a lot better, doesn't it? And you know what I also noticed when I Googled this is if you Google weight loss plateau, holy, do you get a whole bunch of advice. There's all these different advice of, you know, do this or do this. And that might be what, when you're listening to this episode, you're hoping that I'm going to tell you is, okay, if you're in a plateau, do this exercise or just cut this food out or eat this food because, and we'll talk about this, when you're in a plateau, the way we've been taught to think about them is that it must mean we're doing something wrong and there must be a right way out there that we just haven't found. And so I'm not actually going to tell you that stuff. But stay with me because what I'm going to teach you is more important. What I'm going to teach you is how to manage your mind so you can actually truly find the things that are going to work for you. Because if we don't manage our mind in this, then we, like I said at the beginning, we get in our own way. We create our own tripping hazards by not managing our mind. And so it's so much more important to get your mind managed with regards to plateau or the speed of your weight loss so that you can then really look at it logically and make good informed decisions for yourself rather than doing, you know, what we all have done is those big swings of from one thing to another to another and bouncing all around and not seeing the results that we want. So what I would ask you to think about is how do you define a weight loss plateau for yourself? At what point do you say that you're in a plateau? Is it weeks of the same weight or maybe is it less? And sometimes does it feel like maybe you're in a plateau if it's a day? And the reason why I'm asking this is I think our thoughts about what our weight should be doing in a given period of time get very distorted. 
And this impacts where we start interpreting things as not working when maybe they actually still are. (laughs) Maybe we just have to zoom out a bit so we can actually see the results that are in progress for us. The other question is, how do you define a weight loss plateau in terms of weight loss? Is it that you're not losing anything at all? Zero scale is the same. Or sometimes does your brain want to define it as a plateau when you are losing, but not as quickly as you think that you probably should or that you wish you could lose at? Because again, we our brain likes to do a bit of a chicken little skies falling approach to weight loss and just plaster everything with a big sign, not working, <laughs> not fast enough, not good enough, not working. And then again, sends us on that journey where we're then off looking at something else or trying something else. Or sometimes we just go back to our old habits that we know didn't work. And I find this a really fascinating thought error that everybody has. (laughs) And like everybody I've encountered in my obesity medicine, myself, everybody I know has, I think it's embedded in us, is that when we think things aren't working, the default is to go back to what we were doing before, go back to the old habits. And the thought error is that we know the old habits weren't working. Like if we've set a goal to lose weight or to get healthier or just to eat healthy, we set that goal because there was something about our old habits that we didn't like that that weren't working for us. And so when our brain's like, it's not working, let's check it out the window. Let's throw it all out and just go back to zero. That's really a thought error. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, if this has had you lose a little bit weight a weight or maintaining a weight and what you were doing before was causing weight gain, then this actually is working better than what the old stuff was working. It's just, there's that distortion of how fast we think it should work. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, I also want to talk to you about how easy is it for you to continue exactly what you're doing and wait when you feel that you're in a plateau. So if you feel, okay, the scale's not moving, or I don't think I'm losing weight or whatever you're defining your plateau as, how easy is it for you to just continue on and stay at the same place? Meaning stay with the same activities, the same habits you're building, the same routines, the same food planning, the same healthy eating, the same exercise routines, whatever it is that you've been doing, how easy is it for you to just hold the line even when you're not seeing the results on the scale? And what you may say is not very, (laughs) that that can be really hard, that when you feel like the results aren't happening fast enough, there's this immediate urge to change stuff, to change how they're, what actions you're taking and what you think is going to result from them. It's almost like we get frantic. We get in this hurry of we need to change, change, change to get things happening again. And why is that? I want you to think about this. When you're in a plateau and we have that frantic, hurried feeling, what are you impatient for? What is it that your body or your brain is telling you you need to hurry up and get to and why? Because this is what makes plateaus a problem in our minds is because we think things are going to be better on the other side. We think that the scale starting to move is going to create us feeling better in some way. There's some feeling that we think we're going to have when we 
hit our weight loss that we think the weight loss is giving to us. And the reality is, is those feelings always come from how we're thinking about it. And I think you can talk to many people who have lost weight and did not feel better when they lost weight. And you may be one of them. You may have experiences of that in your life where losing the weight didn't make you as happy as you thought it was going to make you. Where you got to that goal and then had this feeling of, now what? And I'm still not all that happy with this body that I have. And and then ultimately ended up regaining weight. So that that sense of hurry, that sense of franticness to get through a plateau, to see the scale move faster, again, is a bit of a thought error. Because it's based on thinking that you will need to lose weight, that that scale needs to move for you to feel better. What if that wasn't true? This is the big concept that I want you to take away from today is what if you feeling better is not actually the responsibility of the scale? Now, I want to explain that a little bit because I know that's really embedded into us and it might be hard to get your mind around. So a lot of people say, well, I do physically feel better at a lower weight. Like I move better, I can breathe better, I can go upstairs better, my joints don't hurt, all that stuff. And I think, yes, that is true. There is the the physical changes that happen with weight loss. But that's not what we're in a hurry for when we're in a plateau. We're not like feeling desperate in order to be able to move around a bit better. We're feeling desperate because we think that lower number means something more than the current number we're at. And what I want you to think about is maybe that's not true. Maybe you can work on feeling however you want at whatever number. And that by doing that, you actually make it easier to manage your mind, manage your behaviors, and actually get to the number you want to get to. So it's a bit of a flip on its head. But the base of this concept is your brain is going to tell you you're in a hurry. It's going to tell you you have to see certain numbers or movement on the scale in order to be successful or to get to your goal or all different reasons. If you can focus on feeling good right now, giving yourself permission to feel good while you're holding steady at this plateau, you will be able to stay calm. You will be able to keep yourself out of that hurried sense and you will be able to then proceed forward towards your goals much more successfully. That hurried franticness does not help in any way, shape, or form. And what we, you know, we get messed up about this in our minds. And that's why I wanted to talk to you from a mind standpoint about plateaus. But think about how we view them. Like we get messed up about them because we, you know, number one, think one day of no weight loss means a plateau or You know, we think one day of a little bit of weight gain, which is normal fluctuations in a human body, means we're doing something wrong. We're thinking not fast enough weight loss equals no weight loss. I see this a lot with the people I work with and my obesity medicine patients is they'll say, I'm not losing any weight. And when you actually talk about it, they are losing weight. It's just not meeting some ideal. In our brains, we hold this ideal and I think it's a shifting line that we do to ourselves of what we think enough is, how fast enough is. Because if we're losing a half pound a week, you know, there's times in our life where we may have 
been so happy to see that. And then there's other times where we're like, well, that's not enough. It should be two pounds. If we're in that hurried state of our mind, we want it faster, faster, faster. And our bodies don't always match that. Plus, you know, what you need to do to see it faster, faster, faster might not actually match what you want for your life. Like consider that because this isn't about just seeing a number on the scale. Again, we want to see the number on the scale because of how we think we'll feel and because of what we think our life is going to be like at that number. But if you have to live a life that you really don't like, that you really dislike in order to see the scale move, you're probably not going to like the life that you have once you hit the goal. And then, and this is common, right? We've all done this anytime you've done a really kind of crash restrictive diet, you don't really like it, but you hang in there. And then once you lose the weight, you don't want to maintain it. You can't keep going with that diet. So then you regain the weight. So thinking that it needs to be faster, 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 again, is a thought error. And I would suggest just questioning, would you actually enjoy the life it takes to get it going faster? Or maybe is it better to do it slower and enjoy the process? Because that's an option too, but we're not you know, often taught in diet culture. It's an option to just enjoy the process. The other place that we get messed up with this is thinking that there's a right way, thinking that there's a way that is the right way that would be making the scale move that we have not encountered yet. And that's just not true. That doesn't happen either. There's no right way for one person to lose weight. It's a combination of figuring out what works for your physical body with your particular set of genetics, what works in your life, and what works with your preferences. How do you feel your best? How do you live the life you actually want to live while eating in a way that's letting you lose weight? That's always the goal because then that's going to be so much more sustainable for you. The other thought errors that we get into about plateaus are that you know we, we get very black and white with them. We think that any weight loss that's not in a straight line equals failure. So it's not even that we're thinking it's not happening fast enough. We're making it mean that the fact it's not going down in a nice straight line means we're not going to be able to do it, that we'll never reach the goal, that this is all for nothing. And again, our brains go into the chicken little skies falling thinking of this. And what we end up doing is we start changing everything. So we start bouncing around from diet plan to diet plan and our brains get into confusion. This is really common where brain starts thinking, well, I don't know which one I could do this or this, and I'm not sure which one to do. And what happens when you're in that confused state is you get stuck. You don't do either of them because when your brain's confused, it, it doesn't make a choice. And so that's another place that we get tripped up. Or like I said earlier, we just go back to our old way. We give up say it's not going to work, what's the point? And we go back to our old way, which we know won't work and definitely won't get us to our long-term goals. So I want to talk to you about my the way I like to think about plateaus or just in general how weight loss works in our bodies. So we have spent our lives in a culture that tells us if we change what we eat, we change what exercise we do, it comes out on the other side of this equation with a predictable amount of weight loss. So I remember, I don't know if you remember this, like on the, back in the nineties when I was in gyms a lot more on the exercise machines and focusing on the calorie count that was telling me I had burned. 
and trying to think that that would result in predictable amount of weight loss. That it was just math, right? Calories in minus calories out equals your weight loss. That is an oversimplified view. Number one, the math is poor. The math just doesn't work out. But it also, it doesn't take into account how complex our body systems are with regards to appetite and weight. So the way I prefer to think about this is we have inputs that we can adjust. We can work, change on what we're putting into our body with eating. We can change on what we're putting in with our physical activity. But then there's this black box. So those inputs go into this black box and that's your body. Within that, your body decides what fuel it's burning on a particular day, what its metabolism rate is going to be both at rest and during activity. It decides what its appetite hormone levels are going to be and whether it's going to try to drive more eating if it feels like it's not getting enough. It decides whether it can use its energy stores or if this is a time of stress and it needs to dial down how much of the energy stores it's using, like if you're not sleeping well enough or if you are stressed out. And then on the other side of that is where you see what happens to your weight. But this black box is something we don't actually have control over. And when you recognize that, that what we're trying to do when we get really up in, our, up in our faces about plateaus is we are trying to think that we can control the outcome from this black box. We're essentially in our body's business. We shouldn't be there because we can't change anything in there. It's a black box. And it takes our eyes off the place where we actually can control, which are, are the inputs that we put into the black box. So if we let that black box be our body's business, we stop trying to control it or judge it for not working the way we think it should and focus on what we can control, which are those inputs, then you'll have much less stress and probably you'll see more results than of what you want to see. Okay, let's talk about how to actually approach plateaus. So if you feel that you're not losing weight in the way that you want to, how do you approach it? What do you do? So first, I want you to watch for those frantic, hurried feelings that I was talking about. If you notice them, if there's that frantic, hurried, I got to get this done, it needs to be moving, I want you to really explore that, get curious about it, wonder why, why am I feeling that there's such a hurry? Ask yourself this, if I knew that this result, if this goal was absolutely happening, if I was 100% confident that I would get there at some point, but I didn't know the timeline, would I still be worked up about this timeline right now? And just get curious about it and look at what thoughts and ideas are behind that frantic hurried feeling because they're probably ones that you've just had through your life. You were taught just growing up in a diet culture that this is the way it needs to be, but maybe you can let go of that. Maybe it's not the way it needs to be. And maybe it would be easier if you let go of that. Number two is step back and decide, is this truly a plateau? Look for that distorted thinking about what a plateau is. Is it truly that you're not losing any weight? Or is it just your brain doesn't like how much weight you're losing, the rate you're losing? Is it truly that it's been like weeks of not losing weight? Or is it just a couple days? Maybe you can just decide this isn't actually a plateau. This is a normal part of the weight loss process. And what would that look like if you decided that for yourself? How would that play out in the following days or weeks for you? It's an interesting thing to think about. Number three is 
get curious about what's been happening. So if you decide, yes, this is a plateau, the next step is get curious. Again, always in a compassionate way. This is never about beating yourself up or being mean. It's getting curious in a compassionate way about what's happening. And if you don't know, if you don't have actual data, this is the time to start recording data. So if you are not writing down the food that you're eating, if you're not recording your exercise, things like that, or maybe if you're not writing down all the foods you're eating, this is the time to just gather data. Start writing it all down because there's no way you can look at it objectively if it's not written down. Your brain will tell you stories about what you've been doing, but they're edited versions. And you really need to write it down to see truly what's been happening. And here's the good news is often if you start writing it down, you start gathering your data, you may find the plateau goes away because some of the inconsistencies that might have been there when you weren't writing it down, you just don't do in the same way when you're being more aware and observing yourself by writing down what you're eating. And again, writing down what you're eating, it's data, it's not judgment. It's not to beat yourself up. It's not to measure up to some ideal. It's just to gather data and get curious about what's actually going on and see if you can find some sticking points that you can work on. And then once you have some data, look for inconsistencies. So look for places where there might be small inconsistencies that might be easy to change. Inconsistencies that you can make slight adjustments to and that'll work well for. Again, it's not about making big swings in your behaviors. It's about what could I do to be more consistent that I think will help me towards this goal that I'm still actually going to enjoy doing. Like it's not going to be a big activity of deprivation. It's just something that I can make a little tweak and it will likely start to have benefits in my work towards my weight loss goal. And then if you've kind of become really consistent with what you're doing, you can't see any inconsistencies and you're gathering data, then you can decide to start changing stuff. But you don't change everything at once. So then you decide one or two things that you're going to change. It's not about swinging to a totally different way. If you think when you started this way of eating or this approach that you're using that this would work for you, then give it a chance. Just because it's not perfect out of the gate doesn't mean it's not going to work. It just means you might need to tweak it to make it actually work in your life. And so that could just be small changes. It's not necessarily big, huge things that we think it's going to be. And, you know, a series of small changes can have really big ripple effects. Maybe some of these changes have nothing to do with food is another thing to think about. You know, are there things like sleep or stress levels or just managing your mind, things like that, that may actually improve your weight loss goals. Okay, so I would love to hear from you about how you're using this to approach your plateaus and what parts were really helpful and that you're going to apply to your weight loss journey. Uh, If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe or follow button in whatever podcast player you're listening to so that you get all the new episodes as soon as they're released. All right, we will talk to you later, guys. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.